Okay, we are live. This is a special episode. We now we we have a specific series now. This is the buyer series. We're going to call it episode one. We've had a couple before, great ones, but it's a new year, so we're going to kind of start this thing. Episode one, buyer series. Uh, Nicoletta Payne from the Vitamin Shop. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Um, for for context, so that people get an idea. Um, about what you do, how long you've been there. Give us sort of that story. Yeah, so I've been with the vitamin shop about three and a half years now. So I started off buying just in our bar and snack space. And now I manage all of our on-the-go nutrition. So that's essentially all food and beverage. And I also manage in our weight management section. So any uh, diet pills and powders. For those that are watching, um, this is going to be important to, to sort of give this detail, whereas this is nutrition supplement. So we call it specialty. Um, and it is different than, let's say, natural and conventional grocery. However, there's going to be a lot of gems in here that have plenty of crossover. So just pick and choose what you want and apply those. Uh, that's the goal here. Um Walk us through some of the types of foods and or beverages that you have been seeing the last 12 months. Uh, it could be already in set, but what, what have you mainly been seeing as a buyer? So, I mean, definitely there's so many more brands getting into the RTD space. So the ready to drink market, whether that's, you know, uh, you know, an energy drink or protein RTD. So there's definitely a lot of that. I would also say that better for you snacking is one of the hottest categories right now. So there's always a new snack on the market, uh, new candies. There, there's a lot of fun innovation for sure. Uh, I know of some better for you snack companies out there, uh, some of which um, are at your store. Uh, and we've had a relationship for the last few years, but we're not going to um, sort of do pat on the back stuff here. This is not about us. This is about you guys out there. Um, I want to talk about RTDs. Uh, again, ready to drink for those that don't know it. Um, energy drinks, uh, protein uh, shakes. You can name, let's name a couple brands, uh, if you don't mind. What are they doing that you like as a buyer? Uh, and then we'll go into a secondary question behind it, sort of like, how are they applying that magic as far as walking into your door and telling that story? Yes, yeah, so, I mean, some of our biggest brands, right? Alani News, Celsius, um, Prime Hydration right now, you know, the hottest brands really are coming out with constant new flavors, like Flavor is King, right? So the best flavor profiles, fun names. And they're also, they also have a ton of marketing behind it, right? So they really make it a point to drive traffic into our stores and they already have a loyal following and loyal customer base on their own scent already. There's probably going to be a lot of people. It's because I know the I know the space very well. I know the brands, um, and so like an Alani new uh, or even Prime, which is brand new. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people I, I think that don't know who that is. Um, again, th those that that watch this program, um, and it's interesting. Like I, I just know that because I've had conversations. Like I've never heard of that, and I'm like, you've never heard of that, but I'm seeing it through a different lens, right? Um, this is more of a social play. They built a, a really great following yeah. and it's a loyal one. Uh, walk us through, let's just say this most recent one, Prime, for anybody who doesn't know who that is or who's behind it. How did, walk us through that story and how did they present to you? 
Yeah, so actually uh, the CEO of Alani New, actually they also co-own Prime. So it was a really easy uh, segue there. But the really cool thing about Prime is also Logan Paul and KSI, uh, two social media stars, right? They also are co-owners of the brand. So that's really where you get that organic play of from a marketing perspective, them driving traffic and trial into the store. Uh, Logan Paul, uh, if you don't know who that is, I'm sorry. Um, and, and I always I always say this to people, you know, people, ah, I can't I can't stand those. Or ah, I go, well, why? Why do you even have an emotional connection like that? What, what just g- g- relax, right? right. Um, it, I, I actually love that stuff. Uh, I, first off, I have kids, so I understand that 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 system that, that has been played out over the last however many years through YouTube and what's been built there. And all you can do is pat those people on the back. Uh, for, they were first to do it. They built such an amazing uh, following. And, and, and it's not just a following. It's it's consumers that buy. There's yeah. a huge difference there. Right. We of talk course. about that in social all the time. You have all these followers, but it doesn't matter. And it's people want the, the followings and the likes. It means nothing if they don't buy uh, exactly. and they can produce that. So um, in my local store, I thought it was funny because I am friends with these, these guys here. They're amazing, by the way. And they said when Prime came in, they had like sold out like in, in, yeah. in like two days. Yeah, no, it was one of our best launches to date. Okay. And, and so walk us through that. Give us like what that looks like internally when you see a brand come to you. They, they, they talk the talk, but then they walk the walk. It, it makes my job really easy, right? So I mean, it make it definitely makes it easy for me to say yes to new SKUs, and it, it it's one of the most exciting parts of my job, right? Finding a new product that. Because there's a lot of great products out there, right? But can you really do the full, uh, you know, getting customers in the door and really driving it? That's key. So when you see an exciting launch like that, right, you want to make sure that they have as much shelf space as necessary, you have as much inventory as possible, and you want to know what the next best thing is going to be from them. Well said. Can you describe whether or not they're doing anything different than, let's say, a newer or emerging or younger brand that comes to you that may not know how to position themselves? Is is it night and day, would you say, from from those two, what I consider to be operators? Like if it was an Alani new, you know, sort of the, 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 the person who's behind that, they're creating a new brand, maybe with some with some, you know, partners, new partnerships that help, you know, provide the eyeballs, but do they just do those things that you want to see and you want to hear about in terms of their pitch? Yes. I mean, that should automatically be part of, if I'm understanding correctly, it should automatically be part of what I, what they're going to pitch to me, right? So like when a new brand comes to me, I'm automatically going to ask, what's your specialty strategy? Where are you sold? Uh, not so much what does your following look like, just what exactly is your marketing plan? You know, do you have, do you work with influencers? Do you have, do you have a following of, you know, loyal customer base? All those things that are kind of just expected at this point, especially in the specialty market. So those are all things I would automatically expect from a brand if they're starting to pitch me a product. Are there ways for brands to showcase how they've been doing that? I think it's important. Maybe we do. We talk about those that that maybe fall into that earlier stage or, or even that middle stage that don't have the Logan Paul type, you know, yeah. influence. Right? Is there ways for them to demonstrate that in a, in a buyer meeting? Yeah, of course. So actually, I know that some buyers, you know, from preferences, like every buyer is a different style, right? So for me, I actually always prefer to get some type of a sales deck 
prior to even having a meeting, just so that I can at least see, it doesn't have to be anything elaborate, but just so that I can understand what your product is, where you're sold and have some tidbits in there about your marketing strategy and things like that. And then yes, absolutely. In a buyer meeting with me, I would want to know what, what you're doing, what you're up to and what type of value you could offer us uh, in our set. You talked about flavors um, and flavor profile. Are are there uh, are there instances when there is a bigger brand or one that's well known that you you really you, you have confidence that they can make it happen, but they failed in, in that regard where they failed, let's say maybe on the product side, and it could be a specific one. They might have a couple all stars, but they failed in, in in a newer launch, and it simply just doesn't work. And and it's just one of those things. It doesn't matter how much star power they have. It's just fact that you need to have a good product. Yeah, no, I mean, that definitely, especially with flavor too, it gets tricky, right? Because something I love, someone else can hate, right? And even our best sellers, there's someone still has an opinion about it, but it definitely happens, right? Because it's so subjective. Um, but in those instances, though, they still have everything else going for them, the marketing and everything else that it makes it, you know, it's something that we can easily solve for. I want to go back to the energy drinks. Um, yeah. It's such a, it's a big category, right? Um, and for those, again, who, who don't really follow, there's brands like Bang, for instance, right? That have been around for, for quite some time. Um, I think Jack is just a, a, an interesting person. Um, and, and I, but I'm a fan. Like I, I just saw that from such an early, being, being in the health and wellness space for so long, even before I won, um, I got to see all these, you know, these brands at the, at the Arnold or the Olympian things like way before, right? They were what they are today. Um, and people don't realize the size. I mean, you're talking about millions and millions of cans sold. Um, how do how do so many fit in there, right? How, how as a buyer, when you're looking at it and you're being presented, and how do you make those decisions, or do you just try to have the variety offering because you know they each bring a little bit of a different customer? It's a it's it's a bit of a balancing act, I'll say, right? So this the space in in my area specifically, right? It, it, it's extremely competitive. As more of these brands are coming out with newness and innovation, those sales hurdles are getting higher and higher. So it's harder for some other brands to compete, right? So I try to balance it, right? Always looking at either what's, you know, what's not comping from the year prior, what's maybe not hitting hurdles. And then also with that balancing also though, if I get rid of something, is that now eliminating uh, one of our order delivery customers? Is that now going to upset maybe someone who is cherry picking this specific SKU? So it's, it's definitely a balancing act there, but you try to, you know, make sure you're still keeping the customer happy at the end of the day. As a specialty retailer, um, specific to how Vitamin Shop has really created strides. I mean, um, I follow Sharon. I, she actually just messaged me. It was really, I love this stuff. She messaged me this weekend, a photo of our stuff, like, and said, like, oh, I don't know, she said something really nice. I, I'm a big fan, and I know you are, I know you are too. Um, if you're, if people are not following their CEO online, I don't know, she's, she's doing an amazing job. It's it's this newer age stuff, she's being social and all that, this is totally sidebar stuff, just shout out. <laughs> um, um, uh, but we can see this trend, um, I think Josh Shaw, who, who just wrote on stuff like this too, he's always following, what are you guys doing different? Um, I know this is segueing a little bit outside the buyer stuff, but we'll bring it right back in. What do you think you guys are doing different as a specialty retailer in, in a really 
um, not just a competitive market to be a physical brick and mortar, right? But the last few years were really tough and, and, and getting through all that. It, what, what is it? What's the sauce that's, that's happening right now to make it sort of on this upward swing? I think we've really spent a lot of time over the last few years really making sure that we were, you know, a merchant-led organization, right? And that's what really makes the job fun is really getting back to the roots of being a merchant. So constantly finding new brands, staying on top of trends, uh, sometimes going to brands on our own and, and, and building new relationships instead of waiting for brands to come to us. And I think that's really what you're seeing now, the culmination of all that over the last couple of years. Uh, I always remember I mean, when we talk on phones, you're so you're you're well articulated. I just always remember that, but now, then now it's like coming back again. Um, what would you say for those that want to get in front of you or the other buyers at, at the vitamin shop or or like like retailers? What are sort of those two or three magic tips that you could offer for them? Yeah. So, I mean, like I said earlier, right, every buyer has a different style. So for me, uh, within the food and beverage space or even weight management, you know, you can reach me and reach me via email, be active um, on range me. So if someone wants to submit something to the vitamin shop there, I am going to see it. And then I would say, you know, be, be mindful of, you know, different refresh calendars. Like I'm, oh, I'm constantly reviewing newness and innovation, but I would say be mindful of what the buyer needs to make their decision, the easiest decision they can make for you. Right. So I'll get some emails sometimes where no context on what the brand is or the product, and you're looking for a 30 minute call or meeting. Right. So usually I'll always then say, can I have a one sheet or some type of a deck so I see what exactly I'm looking at, and then we can get something on the books in the following weeks. Uh, there, she's providing the framework there, uh, so you just follow those. Um, <laughs> but I'll, I'll just give, as we're closing this out because again, this is going that's going to be the value. People are like, how do I do it? What, what's her email then? How do I do I call? You can figure that all that stuff out. But she just gave it to you, right? She just gave you those few few tips. What about the follow-up uh, for those that, you know, what should it look like? You're, 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 we all have this, right? We all have good days, bad days. Sometimes we're a little bit, eh, you know, <laughs> and, and there's like that seventh follow-up within the last. Is there, a, is there something that you don't mind? Is it more like a once every three weeks, you know, something that you like as a consistent sort of follow-up just to stay in front of you? Yeah. So, I mean, everyone always wants to get back to people in a timely manner. Right. But I always ask brands, please be cognizant. Right. A lot of the merchants have multiple categories. Right. So like I said, I manage all food and drink and weight management. So there are times right where things just, you know, get missed. So I would say a follow up, you know, every couple of weeks. I, I try to at least I usually automatically will let a brand know once I receive their samples. I'll say they're in my queue. I'll get back to you in a few weeks. That way there's a little level of expectation that you know, I work from home, right, in a New York City apartment. Sometimes I get all these packages and I have to go through them in my home. It's going to take me a little bit to get through. So I try to manage that expectation. But I'd say, yeah, follow up with someone once every few weeks or every couple of weeks if you need to. You should get a response at least. You know, I try to at least give an answer on whether or not, you know what, I think it's a great product, but it's not the right fit for us. But I'd say once every couple of weeks. Fantastic. And yes, Nicoletta Payne is one of the good ones. Thank yes, you. yes, yes. Uh, that was really good. Some good awesome. gems in there. I appreciate it. Uh, I will be in touch. Um, have a great rest of the week. Thank you. Thank you for having me.